What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 538th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I don't... We're just, there's a lot of episodes. Uh, I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. All right. So I have moved through Dread in my excitement levels. Dreadnought? And I'm now at normal level excitement for Scarlet and Violet. Oh, okay. We've moved through the Dread. I got my OLED. I got it all set up, which... You know, re-downloading all the games you have on a Switch is not a fun thing to do. <sighs> I went through that journey as well. Also, it's uh, a nightmare. Odd fact: uh, the Switch like destroys your internet when it's downloading games. It yep. like it it prioritized everything on my network. Oh yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah. So I was trying. I'm like, well, I'll just watch somebody streaming while this is downloading, and my internet in the Switch said. Guess again, buddy. I'm meeting all your bandwidth. Yeah, it was unreal. I know Steam does that on PC. It'll be like, Steam is like, no, I am number one. I didn't think the Switch would be like, I thought the Switch would be like still ancient technology from like nah. 2008 and it would be like the last priority on your network. Now the Switch is like, I need to be number one. Oh, the OLED says, give me, give me, give me your bandwidth, baby. Uh, <laughs> Will is also here. I need everybody to stop what you're doing immediately pull over your car to the side of the road if you're on the highway whatever get to a safe location go to change.org slash rogers yes will no i've started a position <laughs> petition <laughs> okay to have rogers base permanently replace me on this program because he clearly had a level of energy that i have not had in 30 years minimum, possibly uh, Your entire life. I have met you, and I can't even imagine. I, I can't believe... imagine you as a teenager. Given how we know how the 80s were, I can't imagine you having that energy as a teenager. I believe when I was like six, seven, eight years old, I was oh, possibly. very excited and full of life child. When nine hit, that's when things started. That, yeah, sound. that's, that's yes. when it all went out the window. Roger's yes will no. All right, I'm looking it up right now. How do I sign? Ro Roger does have a lot of energy. He he has that YouTuber in him. <laughs> Which YouTuber is in him? <laughs> he, has that, he has that YouTuber in him. Hey, there's a brand new Pokemon. There is? Actually got announced like three hours before recording this podcast, so that's convenient. I actually expected the news to come out like Monday or Tuesday because it's the weekend and, you know, Pokemon Go and all that stuff. So uh, the show is pretty much we're going to talk about the new Pokemon. We're going to talk about Pokemon Go, which we actually I, I don't think we've had Pokemon Go news in like two weeks. I mean, we, we have. We just ignored it. Yeah. And then we have some merchandise stuff to talk about, which I feel like. The merchandise part of this show has really taken over. I, you know, there was a there was a couple of I felt like years where we were very Pokemon Go dominated, and now I feel like every episode is just like this is the collaboration they're what? doing. What, what did we talk about last episode? That was merchandise. I don't think there was anything last episode. I, How can you say I it's taking over? It's not every episode for like eight thousand years. It was Go every episode, and I also don't believe that the merchandise segment has been the same since. What was it, Eevee Lover? Oh, no, Togepi like, Lover. Just talking S about S collaboration. Sylveon Lover? <laughs> His Togepi Lover. Togepi Lover. Togepi Lover. Well, I guess let's start off with the, the first news. There's a new Pokemon. Bop, 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 It has a name. Uh, where yesterday it did not have a name. Yesterday its name was Coinbase or Crypto.com. Yeah. <laughs> we called it Crypto. We called it Cryptomon as we were walking around the mall. 
Yeah, really thought there would be. If there was any any time that Pokemon was going to get into NFTs or crypto, it would be definitely a Pokemon it. carrying a coin. But um, a coin that I still say looks like Bronzor. Oh, I agree. I'm calling it. I'm calling the coins Paldea and Bronzor. That the all the Bronzor died in Paldea, and they just turned them into coins. This is my they, running they theory s- for Scarlet. Smel- is smelting is that the word? Yeah, they smelting. S- smelted they got, them down. They smelted them down into coins. Well, no. That's not what that is, but let's just proceed. <laughs> Smelting is a whole other thing. Uh, so the Pokemon's name is Gimme Ghoul. Gimme, gimme, gimme that ghoul after midnight. Oh, no. How dare you? This is Brittany. Brittany's time. <laughs> no, Brittany's not. Free. Gimme, gimme ghoul. No. Gimme ghoul. No. <laughs> that's, that's the energy the show is missing. Yeah. So we, we, we know there's two forms. Uh, there's chess form, uh, which is what they're introducing here on the website, uh, Pokemon.com. And then there's roaming form, we'll get to in a second. Uh, it is the well, they, co- on, the, on the website, further down, if you go to the official page, they do have the roaming form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're giving us the weight, ability, that stuff for only chess form. We don't know if roaming form has a different ability or... Well, we don't know, because nobody in Paldea has ever caught it. So how would they know? No one in Paldea has caught roaming form. Roaming form. So yeah. you, you, we don't have any stats for it. So, uh, so you we, can't we have stats. You can make it up. We have the coin chest Pokemon. It is pure ghost type. It is one foot tall. That's American. It is 11 pounds. That's also American. Uh, and has the ability rattled. And it says, these gimme ghoul hide inside sturdy treasure chests. Uh, while this pr- provides them a solid defense, the treasure chest weight causes Gimme Ghoul to move slowly, making travel difficult. It's not uncommon for chest form Gimme Ghoul to be mistaken for uh, an antique and taken home or sold to antique stores. G- uh, that, that's, that's a paragraph. Sure. <laughs> Gimme Ghoul controls people and Pokemon, making them collect coins. When Gimme Ghoul senses a person or Pokemon draw near, it ambushes them. It will use the ghost type energy to control its target, forcing them to collect coins. Is that supposed to be like uh, our experience yesterday in Pogo? Yeah. Because <laughs> it didn't work on you two. You guys were no. like, see ya. We're like, I, well, see ya. But I also didn't collect any coins. I spun a bunch of the golden Pokestops and I didn't get any coins. I got one and then I was oh, like, I okay, spun fun, like bye. 50 and I ended up only getting like 10. Because it often hides in warehouses, shop corners, or other places people don't, uh, people or Pokemon don't frequent, it tends to keep persistent control over those it does manage to encounter. And if you watch like the one minute trailer, it kind of shows like a new area of the game, which is like they, I don't know, like a torn down castle area. It had a ruins feel to it. It was kind of hidden yes. over in the ruins was this little chest. So I have a couple questions uh, before we get to the Pokemon Go part. Uh, is this going to be like the Voltorb of the game where some chests give you like rewards and then some, you know what I'm talking about? Like how like Voltorb was just a Pokeball and some Pokeballs you picked up and then some were Voltorb. Um, maybe. I mean, That's... so there's that whole treasure chest, treasure quest feel. So I wouldn't put it past them to be like, there are treasure chests scattered about and sometimes there's a gimme ghoul in it. Mm-hmm. But that's like two gimmicks. Pokemon can only have one gimmick per Pokemon. Can't have two gimmicks. But it's a whole new world we're living in. It's a whole new place to see. It's not always black and white. Number two, 
is I I stand by no one should be predicting Pokemon types because everyone is always wrong. And the amount of people that saw this. Okay, so this Pokemon was in the original. This Pokemon was in the 14 minute trailer. It was yeah, hiding it was behind in the, back, right? the yeah. like menu when the trainer is trying to take a selfie. So we've seen this Pokemon before. And then it was the data miners because Pokemon Go has to update at a reasonable time in order for it to be pushed worldwide. Data miners were like, look at this new Pokemon. And everyone was like, oh, it's a bug type. And back in that trailer, people were like, bug type. It's not a bug type. It's ghost. But I could understand the bug part. Of... It's got dowsing rods for antennas. Is, is this based off something? Is this like a D&D thing? Is this like a... Well, so... Like a loot goblin? Is so this from Diablo? The, the mimic is a monstrosity that masquerades as a chest. That's like a standard D&D thing. But there's not like a mind-controlling mimic. Mimics just grab you and eat you. <laughs> that's that's their thing. They're hiding, and then you get close, and this big, icky, sticky tongue comes out and grabs you and swallows you in and eats you, and you're never seen again. I mean, I did think, oh, it's the mimic because of the way they describe the chest, and you open it up, and sometimes there's a gimme ghoul in it. But other than that, no, it's not really a thing. I just don't know why it kind of looks like a bug. Like the design is still confusing to me. I mean, so the I, design. No, I, I agree the, with Greg. It's got the dowsing. It's got rods the item finder dowsing rods. Oh, that's antenna. what it's supposed to be. Then its yeah. tail is a little latch and to it, hold onto a gold. Yeah, its tail is a money clip. Its eyes are the gold coins. Um, I liked the design. I didn't like it in Pokemon Go yesterday because I couldn't see the smile. It's very tiny. Today, I saw the smile and I'm like sold. I'm sold on this thing. I'm in. It doesn't raise the rating. It's not a Grievard situation, but I'm into it. It's very cute. Yeah, it, it's cute. I wish his hands were more defined instead of weird putty things. Uh, it says, Gimme Ghoul's roaming form. It seems like Gimme Ghoul has a second form. Uh, this kind of Gimme Ghoul doesn't hide in a treasure chest. It's small, carries a single coin on its back, and it seems to be fine. Uh, it seems it can be found all over Paldea. However, since they run away as soon as a person approaches, it seems not a single trainer in Paldea has ever managed to catch one. Surprisingly, roaming form Gimme Ghoul has been spotted in the world of Pokemon Go as well. It appears that Mr. Jacques, an expert on the biology of Pokemon in the Paldea region, and Professor Willow, who have been carrying alongside the research for trainers in the world of Pokemon Go, have joined forces to devise a way to catch them. Please wait for future announcements to hear about the results. Um, and then somebody on the self-road was a... Bless their heart. They tried to collect as many coins as possible. And they got up to 100. And the game did not let them collect any more. Uh, fun fact about those coins, they do take up an inventory space. True. In your uh, menu. So uh, that's just 100 inventory slots for who knows how long. Yeah. Or that's... what that is actually going to do. I'm 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 a bit envious. I kind of want a hundred coins, but at the same time, it's I'm sh it's probably not going to matter at all. <laughs> no, you need nine hundred and ninety nine to evolve it grim the wandering form into the chest form. Yeah, that could be. I mean, people are getting the nine ninety nine from the from the website from the chest dot com or whatever it was that was running yesterday. Yeah. So I don't know if that's but going to be also accurate in, in the um. In the video, the oh, story of the, the video. little girl, she, oh, she threw in 999 like... coins, and then the Grim 
Gimme Gould contributed the last coin, and then she was free. Then she was set free and doesn't remember anything about the last 15 years of her life. Is that not just literally the Spirit Tomb storyline in Legends? Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> I don't know if Although Will ever Spirit got Tomb to that story, part. I mean, she was one of the Certainly souls. Certainly did not. Gimme Ghoul is just like, I'm gonna possess you and make you treasure hunt for me while I sit in the corner of this dark and antique store. Also not surprising, and a thing I think we need to talk about is... Using Pokemon Go again to advertise your main series game and vice versa, uh, I I would be curious, and there's no way to ever know because the Pokemon company will never release numbers. I'd be curious of how many Pokemon Sword and Shield fans or Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee fans, because technically both of those games work, went, decided just to play Go or Meltan. Because you need, like, if you're if you're there to collect the Pokedex, right? Like, you either need to trade for Meltan or you need to play Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah. And I think the barrier to entry of getting Meltan was relatively low. I mean, you didn't have to be, like, a level 40 player. You just had to send a Pokemon over, I mean, open the box, catch a bunch. I'm going to argue it's a small percentage, right? But you don't need a big percentage of people like well, and I- I know one Pokemon Go player who literally sent their Pokemon to my version of Let's Go Pikachu to get the box. There was like, They uh, weren't going to buy their own. I think you talked about this, Greg, a while ago. I can't believe I remembered this. Uh, but at the park, not the park, the weird uh, Victory Road. Victory Memorial, You yeah. said there was like a tent and people would bring their Switch and then there would be like a line of people that would just want to yeah. get the Meltan thing. So uh, yeah. I, obviously there w- there was, now I don't want to use the word excitement, but there were, there were people that wanted it. Yeah. I mean, I would say like with any of these things, you're looking at probably about 5% of your fan base will, will do the thing. But 5% is enough to make it worth your while, for, like for very little effort be like we're including this thing and then you're gonna have to interact with both and if you if you get just five percent of those people as new customers that was worth what what honestly is a a limited amount of marketing budget that they spent right like they didn't have to do a whole lot so we we did community day yesterday at, at the good old mall of america very packed yesterday Dratini community. Dratini was the second, third ever, third community day. I think. I think it was Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Dratini, and then maybe like Mareep. So it's it's been like four years since uh, the original Dratini community day. I had an okay time. I don't think it had anything to do with Dratini. I think it just has to do with community days are walk in a circle and catch a bunch of Pokemon and you know grind it out. Very grindy. I, I think for me, it was like, I'm very excited for this coin Pokemon to show up. Yeah, I mean, I was I only went to the mall. Like, I literally texted you because I was going to skip the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, I, I figured don't need you guys were going to skip. Same I here. don't need any of this. <laughs> and then people were like, oh, there's a coin thing after. And I hadn't looked too far into it, be like, oh, you can't capture it. So I could have just been at home. But I was like, oh, well, I'll, I will still do my normal day. I'll swing by for the last hour and a half. I'll catch some to treaty, which oddly I caught seven. I'm like, why <laughs> isn't even trying? Um, and I'll see what it is. And I think both Will and I went, oh, that's what it is. Bye. <laughs> see ya. 
Yeah, I, stuff to do. Hallmark has movies. Hallmark. They start at seven o'clock here in Central <laughs> Time. I needed to get my stuff done and get myself on that couch for my. I Hallmark had movie. virtual True Dungeon to do last night at exactly six twelve p.m. and I had a pizza waiting for me at home. Virtual True Dungeon. I don't even have time to analyze the semantics of those three words together. <laughs> I will say it was cool being in Mall of America, which has like 30, 40 Pokestops, and watch them slowly like get infected and turn yellow. Because when you guys left, there was only maybe like six yeah, or seven. Two or three. Um, and then I, I grabbed food as soon as it ended. And then like half of them turned yellow at that point. And then while I was leaving, like everything in Mall of America was yellow at that point. Um, so that was kind of cool. The drop rate for coins seemed relatively low, though, uh, because I was spinning stops nonstop as I walked in a circle. And um, I did, I think, two laps around Mall of America after Tratini ended. And I only ended up with like 12 coins. I I don't know what the the rate of them drop. But also, we don't know what the coins do besides take up your inventory. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, two ghost Pokemon in a row. They announced that dog, and then they announced this one, so... I mean, it's that time of year. It's true. If you're going to announce a ghost, might as well do it around... Yeah, do it now. ...Halloween, I suppose. Yeah, there's not a whole lot about this Pokemon, although, I mean, it's a weekend. I don't know if anything more is going to go out, but I guess I we mean, could... <laughs> they don't do more. They put it on the page. This is all we're getting. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. on the page. They well, made two videos... They'll talk about Pokemon Go after the game launches, but you have to do to get the roaming form, and then we're done. Yeah, they said 2023 is yeah. when the games will link. So will link. Yeah, when I have that right announcement here. comes, they will explain <laughs> what it all means. Uh, it says in, it just this is off PokemonGoLive.com. It says uh, you can learn more about Gimme Ghoul on Pokemon's website. Um, and then it says, wait for the next research report to find out about the mysterious coins. Then it goes on and says, in 2023, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet will be linked with Pokemon Go. Linking these games will allow you to catch Gimme Ghoul roaming form in Pokemon Go. So that doesn't really give us a answer on how to catch it in Paldea, unless it's just you catch it in this game, move it over like Meltan. Uh, this feature is planned for 2023. Stay tuned for more details. And then it says Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, this is in the fine print, are scheduled to link with Pokemon Home after they are released. So uh, I think we knew this, and I think we talked about this, but this is now officially stated. I, I still get questions from this time to time if like Pokemon Home will work on day one. Um, it, right here, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are scheduled to link with Pokemon Go Home After release, please wait for further announcements. It also says that Pokemon Go cannot directly send Pokemon to Scarlet and Violet. Obviously, you have to send them to home first. Um, But we we knew that as well. I think the fastest a game has worked with Pokemon Bank, I should say, was Scarlet... Or, sorry, was Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which was, I think, about two weeks. Uh, Sun and Moon was that whole joke of, like, 3,000 years where, like, they got delayed. I don't remember how fast Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was. Was that like a month, I think? Ah, uh, a month sounds about right. And then BDSP was a nightmare forever. Eight million years. <laughs> Scarlet, uh, Sword and Shield was, well, that was when we were officially waiting for home. That we were waiting for home. And then home, wasn't home a surprise drop at the beginning of December, if I remember correctly? Heck, home is here. <laughs> what? 
Uh, was home in December? I thought it was in like March. When is no, my it thing was, No, it was the surprise because you were all kind of scrambling. Like, how? Well, how did this happen? Let's finish off some Pokemon Go news here. Now that we've transitioned, Zerua and Zoroark revealed themselves in Pokemon Go. Did we talk about that the show where they tried to do it during Spotlight Hour and it was really cool? Um, and then it broke. Yeah, no, we did not talk okay. about how it went so <laughs> during was it Shuppet Spotlight Hour? I don't remember. It's supposed to be during Shuppet Spotlight. It was like Hour. Shuppet or Mysterious, one of those not unforgettable Pokemon. So ideally, what was supposed to happen is at the start of Spotlight Hour for like five minutes, your buddy Pokemon would appear everywhere in the wild, and then when you try to catch your buddy Pokemon, it would turn into Zerua. So it was supposed to appear at the five minutes of spotlight and then at the end it was supposed to be october 25th it was the same day dog was revealed and then at the end of spotlight hour the same thing was supposed to happen so if you had like um like i have sigilith right now as my buddy so sigilith would appear in the wild which is like really weird to see because that's normally only like egypt if you had like a shiny dratini that would appear and if you had something like shiny kyogre you would see these huge kyogre shinies spawn in the wild but what was what happened what broke was when you caught the Zerua, because it would be Kyogre, you would catch it, it would turn into Zerua, the, the ditto thing. Uh, it would keep the CP and the, the IVs of the Pokemon that was already your buddy. So if it was like a 3000 CP 1515 Kyogre, all of a sudden you would have a 3000 CP 1515 Zerua, which Zerua CP can't even go that high. Um, so they rolled that out, obviously, in everyone's favorite test region, New Zealand. Um, and then uh, they realized that it was not working uh, because of the, the CP copying. Um, so by the time it got to Australia, which is your second test region, uh, they turned it off. And then maybe we're going to fix it. And then they were like, we can't fix it. And then it was disabled for the rest of the day. And then when they brought it back, uh, which was well, about like a week later. What they changed was just, you know, your buddy Pokemon would appear in the wild. Not a bunch of them, just like one or two. And then when you catch it, it would turn into Zerua. But they had to disable the Pokeball Plus because the Pokeball Plus would still copy what was happening in New Zealand. <laughs> like the Pokeball Plus couldn't figure out Zerua. Uh. You have two instances of you have a really cool thing that Niantic came up with. And unfortunately, it broke, but I will applaud them. I think that was a great way to introduce Zerua. I think it was really clever. I think it, it was really, I felt like everyone was genuinely excited when it started happening in New Zealand. Um, and I, I did see people like talk about, oh, I want to switch this to be my buddy because I want to see a bunch of those in the wild. And that would be cool. Um, and then you have the classic Niantic problem of it breaking. Uh, which is like a bummer. Like, you, you know, we've been doing this show for so long, but... Deep down, I think we want to see Niantic su succeed, and we want to see them get, like, a win every now and then, and it's like, they're just taking L after L after <laughs> Like, they just didn't get this to work. Uh, and then they, they fixed it a week later, but then they took another L, because they had to disable the Pokeball, the, the Pokeball Go Plus, or the Pokeball, the Pokey, what was the other one? Pokemon? Poke, Poke, Pokeball Go... And then the Pokemon Go Plus. I think that's what it's called. No, it's the Pokeball Plus and then the Pokemon Go Plus. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. 
then disable those two devices. There may or may not be other devices out there, but we, <laughs> we're only talking about official devices. All those devices got disabled. Um, and then that gave a, a pretty big uproar of a, a small group of people that use these devices. And I will say it's a small group of people that use these devices because um, they, they are for hardcore people. And we know that, you know, the Silk Road, one of the most angry places to talk about the Pokeball Plus not working, they are the minority. And, uh, like, they are the minority of Pokemon Go players. Yes, they are the most hardcore. Yes, they, they want to know every single thing about how the game works. No shade to them. But they are in the minority. They, they are not the vocal majority of Pokemon Go players. Uh, but, they, yeah, they were really upset that it wasn't working. And uh, Zerua came and went. I think it was, what, it was up for a couple days. And now the Pokeball Go Plus is working again. And Zeru is gone. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're, we're left off. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, like, the logistics of... As somebody who owns multiple Pokeball Pluses and Pokemon Go Pluses, and I, I use them pretty frequently, I don't know how I would really feel if, like, there was a day where Niantic was like, all of these devices are not working. Because that day could come. Let me tell you how I felt. Because... <laughs> Niantic, it's amazing to me that they can do push notifications the instant that somebody sends me a gift in Pokemon Go, but they can't do a push notification of, say, an alert about something happening in the game. So I went out for my daily walk when, in which I use my Pokeball Plus. I have a reason. I, I know why. It wouldn't connect. Would, my, would not connect. Would not. I had no idea why. I thought there was something wrong with me. How dare you, Niantic, make me feel like there was something wrong with me when you had the problem. And then a day later, I found out yeah, about it being yeah, that was for part, part of the problem. From my understanding... Okay, so obviously when somebody sends you a gift, that's all automated by the game, right? So that's why you get that notification. From my understanding and from who I've talked to around the Pokemon world, I'll say that, is Niantic cannot send you a push notification without the Pokemon company's approval. Japan, not America. In disabling that feature for them to alert, for them to send you anything uh, that it would be outside the norm of normal gameplay. Obviously, like they're not sending you the feature themselves when a set friend sends you a gift. That's just like automated through the game. They have to have Japan approve any messages that they're sending out. That is not a wise decision. I, I'm not it's defending not good them. business. It is wild that they don't have an emergency process set in place. What's even more wild, if you think about that, it's like, why didn't Japan just approve a message then to get sent out? Even if it wasn't within the first like 12 hours, I think like 12 hours is still better than the next day. And it wasn't yep. even the next day. There was still not a message sent the next day. You had to go to... Twitter or Reddit or the Tumblr. Tumblr's back, by the way. You have to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they still never communicated in-game that this feature was disabled. And and maybe they were like, well, maybe, maybe on the back end, they're like, well, only 0.5% of people actively use these devices, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that doesn't matter. If, 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 Anything is going to, it, we, we, the amount 
that my company had to send send uh, emails and mail and hard mail. We had to send it because we were turning off a feature that literally we haven't been selling for the last 15 years. And you would say to most people, and they'd be like, that is still a thing. <laughs> the amount of work we had to do to warn people that this was going away doesn't matter. If you're going to stop something that a customer you know is actively using, it is your requirement, or at least good customer service, to let them know. Yeah. We're shutting off this feature. This isn't going to work today. So that they don't, you know, plug up your contacts, flood Twitter with angry outrage. You know, getting ahead of it so that people don't freak out. It's why I'm, I'm like, why, why did the Pokemon company or anyone higher up not push this through and argue like we need to send an in-game notification and even, even go one step further, not only say, hey, it, it's, it's broken right now, but to say like, don't worry, it's going to come back in three or four days. We're fixing it. Like our estimated time frame is three days. Like it, it's correct me if I'm wrong, but there was never an in-game notification. Yeah, that there was there was when it when they acknowledged that it was turned off, and that was there was another one when it was turned back on. But it was one of those very like when you start up, and it was like the little news that pops up. I don't remember start. getting one that was turned off. I mean, I saw the tweet right away, but again, not not a, not everyone uses Twitter, so like that's not that's not super helpful. But it did put a question in my mind of what if one day they're just like, hey, these devices are no longer supported, which is possible. Oh, it's very possible. It is it is a guarantee, seeing as they've shut off things like bank. Well, it's also like the amount of things that just close or go away or give up on or are no longer used anymore. Hatching an egg. I think I've talked about this before, but when I when I ran into um, John Hankey in Germany. And he was, like, talking with Niantic creators. Uh, and I don't think there was any, like, non-disclosure or anything. He was, like, pretty casual. And there was a lot of questions where you would ask a question to John. And he would give you a very, like, business answer. I think we talked about this before on the podcast. And a lot a lot of the questions would follow up of, like, oh, can I tell our audience that? And he was like, yeah. Like, like he was pretty, like, you know, I want you guys to communicate because, you know, you're a vital asset to, you know, how our game works. You know, people look up to creators and stuff. But I, somebody, not me, somebody asked about like a new Pokeball Go Plus. And he pretty much was like, oh, I'm not a fan of auto catchers. Which like some people might take that out of context of like Niantic hates auto catchers. Like just because like John Hankey <laughs> isn't a fan. Auto catchers are hacking. Just because John Hankey isn't a fan of auto catchers doesn't mean other people on the Niantic team like believe in that, right? Like, but then somebody else asked about sleep because sleep had that auto catcher supposed to put under your pillow kind of thing and his answer was like i don't really know about that that's all the pokemon company that's not vaporware it's all vaporware it's all crypto but yeah there 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 could be a point i mean like here here's a really great feature right that happened in pokemon go because we could bring up features that happened with cell phones or features that happened with apple or or android that have just like disappeared whether or not look at how many things that users used in google that just vanished because google was like we're, we're sick of this 
what a specific issue in or a specific situation in Pokemon Go was they had an app that worked on the Apple Watch and it would tell you what Pokemon were around you. It would show you your eggs. It was a whole thing. And they discontinued that. And I think part of the reason was like not a lot, like it didn't really work the way they wanted it to. And not a lot of users used it. But it could be the same thing with auto catchers one day. I'm not saying they should. I like my auto catcher a lot and I use it for certain play styles. But there could be a day where they're like, you know what? No more auto catchers. And it was funny because I saw like a couple comments on the Silver Road of like, well, I spent $50 for this five years ago. So if they, tur- if, they- if this is staying off forever, I should get my $50 back. And I was like, you, we- what? What? <laughs> 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 I was like, have, all right, have I little... got have I got news for you about technology? <laughs> yeah. I should get the $600 back that I spent on an original iPod in the year 2000 something <laughs> because it's it's Connection devices are no longer supported. Firewire 800 this, is no longer supported by modern computers. This I modern, like, I missed the clickety clack of this ancient wheel on this device, which I still think is full of my Christmas music because that's the last thing I was able to plug it into was some December 15,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they shut this off, well, you see ya. Well, get get ready. I can't wait for these people to reach like Willis and my age when half the things in our house don't connect to I anything have anymore. So much and technology. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever. Just put it that I have that I have dragged from house to house, being like, this this will literally this never will, work this, again. Yeah, this will never I like work I, like one of my favorite pieces of technology was the Nike Fitban. Do you guys remember this? It was like. <laughs> It was so good. It, it it was you know like Fitbits and Apple Watches and all these devices yeah, yeah. to get you to like work out. That was, that was garbagey though. <laughs> no, just, the Nike Fitbit was one. so great. It was like that translucent color, and it like gave you like fireworks a little across the like the LED screen. Oh, it was incredible. Um, I loved it so much, and it it was like you know how Apple's like oh fill your rings, and I like never fill my rings ever. But the Nike Fitband had like you know hit your goal every. I would always hit my goal. I was also I was like working a nine to five job, so I didn't sit in my office all day. But I was committed to the Nike, and I still have the Nike Fitband. It doesn't work. It will never work again. It will never Pay, work. Again. I paid one hundred and twenty dollars for it, or however much it was when it came out, and I can't bring myself to throw this away but what really nike should do is refund me my 120 they should they really should should write them a letter i have two drawers in my basement full of wires and connections and devices that i'm literally holding on to in case at some point i think i need to get something from that or i need to hook something (laughs) up and i don't want to go through the hassle of finding like a radio shack in the middle of wyoming that still has these hookups I am. I have so many things that I'm just like, well, I might need it, and I don't want to go through the hassle of finding a new one. <laughs> I have v- I I have VHS tapes, and I don't have a player anywhere. Same here, yeah. Anywhere in this house, <laughs> I think there might be one in my basement. I think Maybe. you can still buy VHS players off Amazon. You, can, I think you can, but am I going to? Why would you? I, Why would you? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You vinyl people did this to us. You vinyl people. We were all like, chuck our record players out. 
because vinyl is dead. And then you hipsters with your chain wallets and your mood setting and fireplaces are like, we're bringing it back. Only this time, they're $44 an album. And we're like, well, now what? I have to buy a new record player. And I had a perfectly good one from the 1980s. It's yeah, your fault. aren't cheap either. No, they're not. I mean, you not. can get a cheap record player, but if you want like good, a- Good yeah. news for those of us who never throw anything away. I have two in my basement. Will I ever buy vinyl again? No, because it was garbage then and it's garbage now. There, there, you know, there might be like a GitHub out there that can make the Nike Fit Band work again. <laughs> <laughs> Hack your band. I will say there's one company. I bought a, a, I bought a product called an Atlas Watch, which was a workout watch. And it would it would track your reps for you if you're doing, like you could say, I'm doing squats, so it would track the reps so you didn't have to count. When they got purchased, they sent an email to everybody saying, we are no longer going to be able to support this. We got purchased. So find your original packaging, send it back, and we'll refund your money. It's the only company in my entire life that has ever done that. And I sent it back, and they sent me a check. What? I got $200 so back. It was so- weird. And I'm like, I'm not questioning it. I'm going to do it. Well, and uh, I did. The, um- One company. What's that Google Google Stadia kind of is doing that where if you bought your Google Stadia at a certain time you can pretty much you get a refund for I think the hardware Pebble Pebble got bought I think by yeah Fitbit which then Fitbit got bought Fitbit by Google got by yeah but the 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 Pebble also like that that was like a $200 purchase I think it was a Kickstarter it was like the one of the only Kickstarters that like delivered exactly what they were saying. Like they didn't take any uh, shortcuts. Yeah. Like like yeah, they didn't hit their deadline. Like they were late, but like that was probably to this date the best Kickstarter I ever purchased because it was ex- it was exactly what they promised. Uh, it wasn't vaporware, and I loved the Pebble too. That was obviously before the Apple Watch. And when they they were just like, hey, this is shutting down, and it you're it's going to be a paperweight like. But there were there were a dedicated fan base that like made third party Pebble software to keep it running. It was way. Too I much. remember you trying to sell me on a Pebble for a lot, and I'm like, no, because that sounds like obsolete wear in five years. And guess what? I was right. I think it lasted about four. <laughs> now you guys are making me realize I need to get the data off my Palm Tungsten W. Oh, you absolutely <laughs> need to get you that. Got, you gotta get the data off. Yeah. I, w- I, was I wonder if I can still to, sync it. I was lucky enough to move my SIM card full of contacts off my BlackBerry before that got shut down, so I'm ahead of the curve there, folks. There, there was a car um, tracking software that was called Automatic. <laughs> you put yep. it in the little bottom of the... I don't know what that port is called. Um, you put in that port. It had it had three G built into it. There was no monthly payment. You paid a hundred dollars for the little device, and then it would track. Uh, it would track your miles, which is great if you're reporting mileage for business stuff. It would track how much gas you would use. It would give you the standard error codes that like that little port gives you in case whatever. Um, I would do a couple other things. It would I, it would show you where your car was parked. This was this was like ten years ago, by the way. So like this was like advanced technology, and when they shut down at the start of COVID and they were like, oh, COVID really hurt our business, which doesn't make any sense because their whole business was online. So it, it was kind of weird seeing like you, you've used this product for five, six, seven, eight years. And it just one day it's just, hey, we're, we're done. <laughs> Sorry. I, I have news for you. 
they were purchased because we sell those devices as features from my company and you can get that and plugged it in. They got bought out secretly behind the scenes because we it's still a thing. It is oh, very yeah. much there's a, a big lot part of, of our different, Yeah. There's a lot of different those that exist, but yeah. they were the only one that didn't well, they had one the best app by far. Their app was like I've tried like three or four other ones and they some of the other ones have like monthly payments of like four bucks or eight bucks. And it was like, ah, but your app's not even close to being as good. And you want to charge me eight bucks a month. Like, ah, I'm just not interested. Um, but they they did offer uh, if you traded in your hardware, they gave you like 20 bucks because they would like recycle it. So Yeah, they recycle it. And then they shut down and disappear. OK, uh, let's talk about Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just thought it was really funny. That the Pokeball Go Plus didn't work for five days, and the amount of comments I read of people thinking that Niantic should refund their money was just mind-blowing. That is the wildest. You you are just on a whole nother... Like, does it suck that it shut down? Absolutely. Sure. Did it it suck that Niantic didn't communicate it? Absolutely. Yep. But for the entitlement to think that they should refund your... Like, I hope the Pokeball Plus stuff doesn't go away. Um... I want that Pokemon Sleep thing to come out and have a new gotcha thingy, um, but that seems less likely than half the Kickstarters that exist at this point. Well, that's not true. Like earlier in the year, there was Pokemon Go updates that included sleep on the back end. But uh, anyways, let's take a quick break. Uh, we have a little bit more news to talk about, and then uh, we will be right back. And we are back from our break. I think we talked about this last week. Uh, I I was uh, wrong. And there is one more Sword and Shield set, uh, which is called... Wait, Silver Tempest is next week. The new Pokemon trading card game Crown Zenith uh, expansion introduces special illustrations, including Galarian Gallery subset. That will come out on January 20th. Uh, I believe that is the last Sword and Shield set wow. before we get to Paldea. I, how could I be wrong? Crown Zenith will also in- introduce a Galarian Gallery subset of 70 cards highlighting regular Pokemon, Pokemon V, Pokemon VMAX, Pokemon V Star, and supporter cards with special illustrations showing the uniqueness of featured Pokemon and characters. Fans can look forward to discovering Mewtwo V Star, Darkrai V Star, Suian Zorark V-Star in the Galarian Gallery. Uh, there will be 17 Pokemon V, 5 Pokemon V-Max, 8 Pokemon V-Star, including Zacian V-Star and Zamazenta V-Star, 3 Radiant Pokemon featuring Shiny Chargebug, Shiny Eternatus, and boy, they have not made any of these cards. Finally, for the first time ever, Shiny Charizard will be one of the Radiant what? Pokemon. I uh, Unreal. <laughs> They should really give Charizard its own collection. They really do. There's Charizard yeah. collection that's now available. <laughs> there will be a Crown Zenith Elite Trainer Box, a Crown Zenith collection of either Reggie Eliki V or Reggie Drago. Um, those will both be available on January 20th. Then on February 17th, the Crown Zenith Mini Tins will be available, and the Crown Zenith Special Collection Pikachu V Max will be available. Um, and then, for whatever reason, this is so spaced out, Crown Zenith Tins will be available, which will feature Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, the Galarian versions. That's in March. And then in April, 
Boy, this is a world tour of TCG cards here. Uh, the Crown Zenith pin collection with Rillaboom Cinderace Inteleon uh, will will appear. Um, and then also in April, there will be a Crown Zenith premium playmat collection featuring Morpeko. Uh, and then finally in May, if you've been following the calendar so far, the Crown Zenith premium figure collection, either Shiny Zashian or Sa- Shiny Zamazenta. Uh, those will also come with 11 booster packs. All these come with booster packs, but... That's like six months away. <laughs> yes, forever. <laughs> it's just... Uh, there's just a lot of, you know... They're just really milking this set, I guess. I wonder if this is like... Hey, instead of putting out cards every three months, what if we just drip feed our products every month? <laughs> Uh, uh you got people who's going to buy them like you. Yeah, I mean the if if there's anything we can say about the Pokemon TCG is their art has continued to get better and better and better every set. I hope those artists are getting paid well because they are just blowing it out of the water. Every every new set is just like, wow, this art, how can this art get better? And they're like, wait till next month. <laughs> Sneakernews.com only the the <laughs> I'm sure sneakernews.com is the 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 premium news outlet here. Puma takes on the Kanto region with a collaboration Pokemon collection. Uh, they say from from Converse and now to Puma, trainers can gear themselves up with uh, a, a couple shoes, five different sneakers, uh four Pokemon. So there are there are two two of the five are Pikachu. Uh, one is an RSX and the other is a Rider FV. I'm sure if you're a Puma fan, you know exactly, or if you're a shoe fan, you know exactly what models of shoes those are. Um, and then there will be a, a Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, and those will be um, those are three different shoes, by the way. Uh, the char the Bulbasaur is the Rider FV, which is the same as the 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 Pikachu. Uh, the Charmander is the Slipstream Low, and the Squirtle is Suede. So, uh, ironically, uh, you can't wear the Squirtle in water, because uh, Suede and water do not mix. <laughs> if you treat it and protect it, you can do whatever. Well, I mean, you can once. <laughs> uh, these shoes are supposed to drop on November 12th. They do come in adults. They come in GS, PS, PS preschool? I don't And infant sizes. I don't know what GS and PS are, but are, are you are you guys Puma fans? No. Uh, high end, yes. Pokemon end, no. Oh, okay. So GS is grade school. Oh, okay. PS is preschool. I was right. TD is toddler infant. I don't have kids, so... Are you a Puma fan, Steve? Are you a Puma head? When a Puma, we, <laughs> Puma head. Uh, when we were um, shoe shopping, Greg, uh, we did try on Pumas, but uh, I think all of them have pretty high arch support. Yeah, you didn't like any of them. Yeah. But again, it's not the shoes, it's your feet. And you really need to go to a specialist to be like, chop these off and get these replaced. Yeah, these are, I, these are the worst feet? feet I've ever seen. I have the custom insoles. They're supposed to come in like two weeks. You... I. I'm not even going to touch on the fact that you got scammed into giving away your footprint to the government for free. 
It wasn't for free. I paid $180. You paid $180 to give the government your footprint so that when you commit a crime or somebody who wears your same same feet size commits a crime, they can pin it on you. Good job. I stepped They sent me foam. I stepped in the foam. I sent it back. Yeah. And now that's on a national database of feet print. And then you're going to be like walking down the street and you'll be pulled over because somebody in Georgia has the same foot and committed a crime. For everyone asking, I did I did get the Pokemon Crocs. They they do they do exist. Nobody was asking. Uh, for, oh, I saw him wearing them yesterday. They yes. were awful. Oh, the, the the thing though, the, the the Crocs are ugly. Like no one yep. no one's we're not getting around that fact. But I cannot find a better shoe at this point. My feet do not I walked all 4 hours of commute day cuz I stayed after to do the 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 ghost thing. Uh, trash shoes for trash feet. No, I love Crocs. I I will get another <laughs> pair of Crocs someday. You get the fuzzy Crocs, Will, with the fuzz on no, the inside to keep no, your feet warm. I, traditional, plain traditional is fine with me. Uh, but Mall America had Pokemon Crocs for a long time. It was weird because mm-hmm. like people would be like, "Hey, did you see the Pokemon Crocs?" It was like, "Yeah, I got them like a a, a month ago." <laughs> I I don't know why why it took the news cycle so long to talk about it, but. Mall America was on top of the uh, Pokemon Croc. They also have Pokemon Gibbets. Official, the Gibbets are the little things that go inside the the, the top of the Croc. Uh, but you can only get the Gibbets online. I could not find a a store where you could walk in and get the. One of them lights up too. You want your shoes to light up when you're walking. You want your Crocs to light up when you're walking. They they got a Pikachu that lights up. I need that for when I ride my bike at night. Yeah, I can see. Like, not only will they see you riding, they'll be like, look at that cool crockware. Is that the Pokemon edition? Woo-wee. Uh, what I'm a time to be alive. not going to survive this segment. <laughs> just not going to survive it. <laughs> we forgot. Greg's just a class snob. You bet. Somebody has to be. Uh, we forgot to talk about this in the Pokemon Go section. Campfire. Niantic's social app is available in more U.S. cities just in time for Halloween. That's that's the news here. I'm not going to get that app. It's got a 2.3 rating on it. I invited five people. <laughs> if you don't know what Campfire is, uh, Campfire is Niantic's new social app to help you connect with trainers and find raid battles near you instantly. Campfire makes it easier than ever to find local and remote raid battles. Simply tap the map icon to open the Campfire to view all the raids and flares around you. This was supposed to come out before Germany GoFest, and the official thing that Niantic told me was they were delaying it until after Germany GoFest because they didn't want to confuse the people in Germany thinking they needed to use this app to do their GoFest experience and or to confuse people who aren't going to GoFest in Germany that like there were raids inside the park that they couldn't get to because the park itself was gated. So in that decision, from start to finish, very logical. I agree with Niantic. Made sense. Delayed a couple days. GoFest is what? through GoFest Germany was what? Like three days? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I met and had dinner with the guy, that guy, one of the guys that worked on Campfire. He was like, hey, just a heads up. We're, we're launching this later this week. If you want, uh, feel free to like give people a tour on your stream. Show them how it works. Like... Because they didn't want us to show off Campfire earlier than that. So when I was streaming like Friday, Saturday, they were like, hey, don't hit the Campfire button if you're making YouTube videos or streaming because we don't want people to 
ask questions about it. And then had dinner with them on Saturday. They were like, hey, show it off on stream. I showed it off on stream on Sunday multiple times. Like, here's a full tour. This is everything it does. Because I genuinely was excited for it. Uh, it was really cool. I gave a situation like, hey, if you get to a new city and you, you get to your hotel, you open up campfire, you can see exactly where all the stops or all the raids are and like what direction you could even walk in. Or like, I've never been here before, but look, there's like 800 gyms over here. Let's just walk in that direction. Really great. Um, so I gave a complete tour on Sunday. My Twitch chat was super excited. I was super excited. I was I, I was using it as I explored Berlin. It was it was incredible. Find raids and walk around, and also just you know never been in Berlin before, so it was really great to walk around and use this app. And then Monday came, no news of the app. Tuesday came, no news of the app. Wednesday came, no news of the app. And then Niantic was like, "Oh, it's not ready." And I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> we literally had dinner with you the campfire You were the team. kiss of death to that app. And I kind of felt like there was so much excitement over the summer about campfire. And I feel like that excitement is... No- Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like that excitement is no longer there, but... I, we're heading into the cold months, so if anywhere up north you're like, I don't care. Because it's cold and I'm not going out there. <laughs> but uh, hopefully they, I mean, Campfire was far from perfect uh, when it when I was using it, but it was still, like, very functional. It, I mean, it still did the, it didn't do a lot, but, you know, you could message people on your friends list. So that was really great for coordinating, like, lucky, or not lucky, um, find, like, one more heart to coordinating a lucky egg to get the experience. It was really great for just, like, looking around. It was really great for pinging, assuming that other people were using Campfire. Uh, but yeah, I I hope this app does well. Uh, it's, it's rolling out to more people. I believe if you have access, you can invite five other people. So it works. Uh, I, I don't think it's the most amazing app, but it, it does work for what they want it to work for, which is primarily finding raids and, and messaging people on your friends list. That That does work, so... That's out. Uh, final bit of news here is uh, there is a new holiday collection. Um, they added more stuff since when we, we last talked about it. They, we, I think last time we talked about the holiday stuff, they added more trains and more buildings. And I think a couple years ago, we complained that they were resin and not ceramic. They are still resin. Yep. They're still bad. Uh, there, but they uh added a bunch of knit sweaters. They have added a lot of knit sweaters. They added uh some pins. They added uh the Galarian starters. I think are now. Sorry, the Paldean starters are now there. Um, they're they're getting into the ornament gang. Uh, game. Sorry, ornament game. Uh, which their ornaments are seventeen dollars. That's pretty it, average. That's reasonable, yeah. yeah. That's pretty average for ornaments. As a person who is in the ornament game, as in I buy a lot of ornaments, that's not that surprising. Although there's a lot of people who are like, oh, the balls look so good. I'm like, if your tree is just all balls, you got that weird minimalist tree that's only good in like pictures, pictures <laughs> and not in real life. Because in real life, you're like, there's just a bunch of balls. And I'm done. Show me interest. Show me texture. Show me 
levels. Show me figurines. Make it interesting for my eye. If it's just all balls, oops, all balls. Nobody well, cares. Yeah, your, your your tree has to tell a story. Yeah, and if it's and all balls, it tells a story. It's boring. Quite a dull tale, yes. I, I do like the winter wonder ball ornaments, uh, which is, that's a 12-pack for 45. That seems a lot, but... That's know. pretty average. And then there's the together... Or the holiday ornament, which is an eight pack, that's forty, and these are just bad. Uh, first off, there's no Eevee, which is weird. Um, not that I like Eevee, I just think it's weird. There's no Eevee. It's Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Pikachu, Eevee hater, Jigglypuff, Slowpoke, Ditto. And now here, here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to say. This is why I want to talk about together for the holidays eight pack here. The Ditto is cute because yeah. everyone was like Steve. Of course, there's going to be a lot of Gengar merch. It's Halloween. Let me tell you who's on these ornaments. Let me, let me recite one more time. Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Pikachu, Jigglypuff, Slowpoke, Ditto, Gengar. Gengar's mm -hmm. not a Christmas Pokemon. It's always Certainly Gengar. Certainly is. Gengar's on everything. Gengar has more, I swear, at this point, Gengar has more merchandise than Charizard. Also, why is Eevee not on this? Like, Eevee, Eevee should be in the place of Gengar, realistically. I mean, I have a Gengar. I have my original Gengar ornament from the time that I purchased them in Target when Pokemon just came out, which they are rare collector's items. So anybody who is super nice to me towards the end of my life, you may get those in my will. <laughs> How are you feeling about the salad bowls? They're really, I think they're really nice, actually. <laughs> the, the, the four pack of salad bowls. The serving bowls or the? The salad bowls. thirty nine ninety nine. They are ceramic, by the way. Do not like the way on tw Twit, Twitter, tw not none of those. TikTok. Are you talking about? Oh, there's salad plates and there's salad bowls. I see, I see, I see. Somebody got the stupid butter dish. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got the butter. <laughs> I got the butter Do dish. You, did, well, does he not just? He doesn't include us in any of the important happenings in his life at all anymore. Should I have texted we you have guys to as soon as I got like, the butter dish? Yeah, you should have texted us when you said, look what I got. I got the butter dish. We would have been like, ooh, ah, let's, let us come over and get butter from your butter dish. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead we get the cold, we get the cold information from TikTok. Like we don't even exist. He, he may be smart enough to know that if I did get a request to come over to see the butter dish, I would be coming over with my hammer. To smash the butter dish. <laughs> now, the Espeon Together for the Holidays ornament is really good. Yeah, you know, I've always, I've, I've wanted to get into the ornament game, but I feel like the barrier to entry is so high. What do you mean? Because they're like, tw they're almost $20 an ornament. You get five ornaments, that's $100. Five ornaments but, ain't going to cover your tree. But it's, this, it's for the rest of your life. Yes, you, you build over time. You build up your you time. You don't start year one with complete tree. You, year one, you've got five ornaments on your tree. Year two, 10. Uh -huh. Year yeah. three, 15. I see, I see. By the time you're 50 years old, you've got but a here's the thing. beautiful tail. And you start buying your ornaments after Christmas when they're all 50 to 60% off. Yeah, but the or, Pokemon stuff isn't, or, or, isn't going to go on sale. Or, or you go to Target Black Friday or that weekend when they have put them on sale to get people through the door. They have a ton of Pokemon stuff there. You buy those ornaments. And then you slowly get ornaments. And then you have more ornaments than you know what to do with, which is my problem. I have a ton of ornaments, and not all of them get on the tree. 
to relate to the ornament stuff, they also put the Cherish Ball on the Pokemon Center, the final uh, $100 Pokeball so far. Who knows if they'll announce more. But this is the, this is the final one they have officially announced. But what I want to say is uh, th- th- a couple things. Number one, I posted the Cherish Ball opening on TikTok, and I post on Instagram like I always do. The, the Instagram comments, everyone's excited. V- beautiful ball. This looks great. Can't wait to get mine. I have the Premier Ball. I love it. Nothing but positivity. Now, we flip over to the TikTok. Waste of money. Why'd you spend $100? This could be made in China for $5. Yeah, everything is. It's capitalism. Uh, Like, just a ton of negativity. And what I think is, like... Age. But also, I guess that does it. Well, I guess the conversation's done. I guess that kind of answers everything. It's age. There are people on Instagram are older than the people who are on TikTok. If you ask if you ask a 17-year-old, this cost me $100, they're going to look at you like, $100 is so much money, I don't even know how you got that. You ask anybody in their 30s who had a surprise $500 car bill, and you're like, it's $100. They're like, oh, that seems fine. <laughs> yeah. You ask anybody in their 50s, we're like, that's chump change at this point. I woke up, my foot wasn't in the right position. I haven't walked for 50 days, and they charged me $4,000 at the hospital for it. So, perspective. Yeah, it's just, it's like, do do none of these people have ornaments? Like, ornaments no. are 20 bucks. They don't do anything. Like, five ornaments is one cherish ball, right? Do none yeah. of these people buy, like, Funko Pops? Like, no, it, like to, they don't, the in my mind, don't have money. I, I have bought, purchased, I have purchased maybe one Funko Pop. Most of my Funko Pops are gifts. And But I also think that there is not a single person out there that has not been gifted a Funko Pop at once in their life because because there is a Funko... I'll gift you yeah. one for Christmas, Will. There is a Funko... Don't you for dare, ev- or it'll oh, go yeah. straight in the trash. <laughs> oh, now you're getting two for We're not Christmas. cluttering up my house with that garbage. And for your big birthday but coming the, up. Okay. I don't like Funkos, but the nice thing about uh, yeah. Funkos is they there is a Funko... For very obscure things that would be hard to shop for anyways. But again, you know, I've always said I would rather have one of these $100 Pokeballs than six Funkos. Because like six Funkos would probably be the same price. Uh, Because I think it's just better quality and I like metal instead of like the cheap plastic that is Funko. But look, if you like to collect Funkos, that's cool too. Like whatever makes you happy. If you want 30 Funkos on your wall, that's cool. Uh, But I, I just think like the like... This doesn't do anything, therefore it's a waste of money. It's just like, there's so many things in your house or in your life. Like, do you have no paintings on your wall or no artwork on your wall or like, uh, no, uh, I don't even know what they're called, but the like table thing, you, you put it on the table, it doesn't do anything, it looks pretty. Uh, it, but yeah, you're right. It's I guess centerpiece? Yeah, like a centerpiece. Yeah. Uh, but like age is probably the, the defining factor there. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to decorate. Like they have cheap posters that they got from a concert once and stuff they inherited. Or ma- I was going to say magazine. I used to get posters the, from you know, the <laughs> stuff no they inherited. Yeah. <laughs> stuff they inherited from their parents. Like it is, it is a, it is a, as you get older, you're like, I want, I'm stuck in this place for a long time. I want to make it look like I want to be here at least so I'm not depressed every day. Also, anybody who's Christmas shopping for me can get me the Vanillite Frost Knit Beanie. It is super cute and I will wear it. <laughs> uh, Thank you. And I have to say, anyone and everyone involved in the Stuffle Doll Pokemon <laughs> Holiday <laughs> Workshop Plus needs to be 
fired and punished. That is a horror. It's cute in its own ugly. It is not. It's really bad. It looks like it came out of Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, Five Nights at Pokemon Center. It's uh it's it's really it's really bad. Like it's, beyond I mean, its eyes and the oddly stitched mouth thing, why are the ears wrinkled like that? It's a well-loved stuff. No, no, it's just an atrocity. I mean, it reminds me of Raggedy Ann and Andy, right? Like, that's but this of isn't called in. Raggedy Stuffle. I mean, it should be, could be. Would you buy something called a Raggedy Stuffle? Did we if not I like all stu- buy Raggedy Ann and Pokemon, Andy maybe. in the 70s? I don't like Stuffle that much. I literally thought it was a Mimic You Stuffle doll until I clicked on it and saw that it was actually just Stuffle. God, question of the week. <laughs> I would if they. I would buy it if they marketed it as a Mimic You Stuffle. Like seriously, I would have bought that. Oh boy, just like me, they want to hear the question of the week. Mm, carpenters love it. I think we we got a lot of uh, new listeners because of Roger being on. Obviously, Roger does his own podcast, has his own audience. So if you came over there, welcome. Stick uh, around. <laughs> this wasn't really a question, but I think it turns into a question. Or, <laughs> but this is from. It really wasn't a question, but we'll make it one. Well, there was a lot of comments in the last episode, so it was re- kind of really hard to dig. Uh, but I did I did like this one. Uh, Masu Rika, maybe is how you say it, says, I've noticed a lot of comments uh, stating hatred comments on the, the YouTube video. I don't think we stated that. Um, I've noticed a lot of commenting uh, stating uh, hatred for Nuzlocks and it's a waste of time. I would like to point out that uh, what people perceive as a waste of time is, differs from the majority between people. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think I, I mostly just wanted like a discussion around this. I don't think... Uh, well, first, are you going to address the controversy of coders coming for Roger's head saying that it's just an easy thing to code a Nuzlocke in there. The amount of people who do coding are like, excuse me? Uh, yeah, no. So I, I think we uh, need to address the controversy that uh, Roger isn't a coder uh, and if he's led you to believe that, uh, uh, at him on Twitter. <laughs> when we have guests on, uh, unless, unless I know the guest is going to come back multiple times, episodes in a row or or like we at least know like a second or third episode is scheduled like there are things i disagree with what with what people say but like like when roger was like oh my favorite game is Harkold soul silver i was like we can't we just cannot we- spend 30 minutes <laughs> talking about the, i mean we could but we, we are could. we already were running a really long show so when he was like oh yeah coding is really easy i was like we can't we just they can't we can't uh, we, we can't, can't we, we can't unpack this bomb of lies that have been laid at our feet. Yeah, so uh, so to go back to the YouTube comment, I don't think we, the the show, said that we, we dislike Nuzlocke's or Nuzlocke's were a waste of time. No, I, I don't think they're a waste of time. I can see why um, other people would because it is very tedious um, and they, but but also the people who might say, oh, Nuzlocke's are super tedious and a waste of time, then all of a sudden they're turning on and off their video game 3,000 times to get a different colored starter Pokemon. And then the Nuzlocke people would be like, that's a waste of time. So, uh, 
a hundred percent correct that the uh what people perceive as a waste of time differs between people. Hundred percent. I'm correct. I'm going to state this as my official stance. If you're doing something that brings you joy, it's not a waste of time. Yes. There are worst. If you have ever had to sit in a four-hour line at the DMV trying to get tabs for your car, that's a waste of time. <laughs> Playing a Nuzlocke in your spare time because you enjoy it, doing it, will knitting right now. Not a waste of time. Oh, of course, because I'm making a blanket that will keep well, somebody warm at some point. I mean, us doing this podcast, not a waste of time. Obviously, Although not. people could argue that it is. I don't know. Anyways, I've left a lot this my episode. Official stance, <laughs> my official stance is if you are enjoying it and having a good time, it is not a waste of time. Stop feeling guilty about doing things that make you happy, provided they are not actively hurting other people. Yeah, I, I there's a there's a new form of nuzlocke i'm doing air quotes for the podcast people called iron mon uh oh i've seen which this. is yeah, yeah, yeah. which is um you can only use one pokemon the entire run so but if you catch a new pokemon you can replace it with your other pokemon but everything is randomized nintendo doesn't like that by the way and even if i did play randomizers i don't because that's not why i come to pokemon i come to pokemon for the mostly the collection aspect that's why my pokemon home is a hot mess but when I when I watch other people do Iron Mon and I see how many times they've restarted and it's like 1,265 times, I think to myself, I cannot imagine playing the start of Heart Gold Soul Silver on a randomizer 1,200 times. I just, I simply cannot imagine. The one I watched was Fire, Red, or Leaf Green, and I'm like, I, I cannot talk to Oak that much. I can't. I no, no, please no. And uh, and and you know, I I watch a lot of it, and you know, they get their starter Pokemon, and the rival just has something that even even if it's not super effective, they just have better moves, or they just have an an obvious, and then they the the CPU wins instantly, and it's there's no skill there, right? There was literally nothing you can do. They they got a better Pokemon with better moves. You got a bad Pokemon with bad moves. You literally cannot win. It doesn't matter how good of a player you are, and to see that situation play out so many times, I think to myself, yeah, that's a waste. Of, I could never do that. But to those people that like Ironmon and they like they yeah uh, that the excitement not. of getting finally getting a Pokemon with good moves or finally making it past the second gym after 500 resets of... Like, I get it. I get why people want that randomness slash artificial difficulty because, like, literally the game is just rolling 8 million dice at once and hopefully they fall in your favor. But yeah, I look at that and I go, that that is not for me. Um, when I did a shiny badge quest... Uh, in X and Y, which for those that don't know, it's pretty much like you catch a shiny, you battle the gym, you catch another shiny, and then because you have two shinies, you can now do the second gym, and then you get another shiny, and now you have three shinies, so you can do the third gym. Just uh, you know, a fun way to like, I'm just gonna shiny hunt between every gym, and it kind of forces you to like get use Pokemon that you might not use, right? Like a Nuzlocke is like, oh, I've never used an Oddish, but the Oddish was the first one I ran into. You were like, I've never used a Manetric, but like. I got a shiny Manetric, so I guess this is what I'm using. So when I did my shiny badge quest in X and Y, I said, hey, to my Twitch chat, I'm changing the rules a little bit. I'm going to beat the first gym leader, 
and then I'm going to start shiny hunting, and I'm going to get two shinies before I get to the second gym, because in X and Y, you cannot horde hunt until you beat Vila. I think that's her name. Um, and I wanted to horde hunt, because obviously that would be a little bit quicker, uh, instead of just running around 1 in 4,000. And there was one person in my Twitch chat who, I, I don't remember their name, they seemed like a new viewer, but they were so mad I wasn't following the rules. They were like, I can't believe you haven't reset first. They were so mad. And I, <laughs> I was laughing because it was like, bro, like no one's calling the cops on me. Like, it's okay. Uh, guess what? Uh, Will and I are starting a new Nuzlocke police uh, force. Nuzlocke Police Academy. Yeah, the, so the, uh, you NPA. can... You can uh, call our special hotline. It is going to be a 1-800 hotline, so you will have to pay for charges to get in touch with us. Or you can buy a subscription service for nine ninety nine a month in which we will monitor everybody's Nuzlocks and then call them and come and arrest them and lock down their games. <laughs> should, I get, should I get a badge next to my name for that? You're not no, a part of this. A you're a Nuzlocker. Oh, okay. You've already admitted to your criminality. We are as the as soon as somebody pays us nine ninety nine a month, we're coming for you. Got it. We're oh, I see, lock, I see. I see. I see. We're going to lock down all of your switches. Um, the other thing I wanted, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to say, I put in the show notes here that I got an email about us ragging on people who PSA grade their cards. They pretty much said they like they like to PSA grade their cards for preservation purposes. And I've never had a problem with that. I just want to be clear. Never had a problem with that. I, I The problem I have with people PSA grading is people buying packs because they think they're going to get a PSA 10 card, sending it to PSA, hoping that PSA actually gives them a 10 and then sends it back for the pure just the, purpose to sell it for more money. There, I have just I the have, fact that PSA grading is completely subjective. Correct. <laughs> And we had people argue on our YouTube, Greg, that like we didn't know what we were talking about for PSA. You can look up videos of people who get a, like a Charizard. PSA gives them an eight. They crack it open. They send it back and they get a nine. And they cr- they get it. They crack it open again and they send it back and they get like a seven. And they crack it open. These exist because it's yeah. just a human. It's. It's just a human, and yes, they have guidelines. Calls. And they have like mach- they have like a machine they run it through. But at the end of the day, there's not like a PSA police that's like <laughs> like arresting them. If that person had a great day, and they're just feeling really generous, there ain't nothing stopping them from putting a ten on that card. And if that person, if the if their their, their boyfriend broke up with them that morning, and they got to go into work, you better believe they're probably giving everything a seven and not an eight. Because, like, I mean, in a world where we know if you're holding a hot beverage or cold beverage when you're meeting a person for the first time, it will forever change how you feel about them. Do not come at me that PSA grades are completely objective. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but, anyways, to answer that email, I myself have three cards that I would want graded for zero reason to ever sell i just want them in the hard plastic i will probably send them to beckett because i like beckett's uh labels better than psa one is like a japanese cramorant but like i have zero desire to ever sell that card i don't think it's a 10 either i think realistically it's probably like an eight because i there are very few pokemon cards are a 10 this is why i don't ever suggest people to buy a bunch of pokemon cards hoping to get a 10 because have you opened a pack of pokemon cards they're the most crooked misprinted things in the entire world 
If I could get if I could get a PSA ten non holographic Charmander, that would that would be a miracle because oh boy, those cards are so badly cut. Uh, anyways, yes. If if sending your own cards to get preserved to PSA makes you happy, no shade to you. For by all means, do that. I'm just calling out the people who think they're making a quick buck off Pokemon. That that ain't happening as well. It might happen again, but the whole like COVID boom of Pokemon is 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 that ship has sailed. Fading. Um, Fading fast. Pokemon of the week. All right. Last week's Pokemon. So two weeks ago, which I still don't remember weeks. what it was. Yes. It's uh oh, you know exactly what it is. When I, when I read it again, you'll know, Greg. This oh, okay. Pokemon with a strangely deep and feminine voice based on an animal you used to be able to buy in a cup or plastic bag at the school fair learns two moves named specifically for the physical feature on top of its head. It's... What are you typing? What are you typing back I know. I, I typed in the Pokemon that I think it's going to be. Well, what do you say it? It's seeking. You said the thing on top it, of its head? In a it's Goldeen. Goldeen. Oh, I was close. I was close. Goldeen. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Let us know if after the 80s you ever had street events or school fairs where they gave away goldfish. Yes. Or, or you, yeah, or you, could, yes. you could buy goldfish yeah. or win them in contest. Yeah. yeah. Did you have that? Because that was, I think, Are back you asking me? Yeah. Oh, it yeah, feels yeah. like it was. It feels like it was a fever dream when it happened to us. No, no, and no. And no, it no. was really well, because common. Because you would always bring it home and your mom would be pissed. Yeah. She'd be like, <laughs> what why do you do have this? this? What are we going to do you... with this? What are we gonna put it? Because we don't have you just don't have a fish bowl. Yes, no, no, no. When I was when I was sixteen, or maybe yeah, sixteen. I because I would have been working at Panera Bread, um, and that would have been in Brookfield, Wisconsin, and there was a church fair or whatever, and it was like right in between the church and the Panera. There was like a whole fair, and they had like four rides, and they had a bunch of you know, it was a very tiny fair but they had the fishbowl thing where you throw the ping pong ball into the bowl and then if you got it you got that fish so i won that it was like two dollars or something for like five balls uh and then i I don't think the fish lasted like more than 48 hours no no, because no kid knew how to do fish right you dumped it into a tap water and the thing was like well I died. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know the other thing that they don't tell you about goldfish is even though they're a freshwater fish, they kill other freshwater fish because they secrete ammonia. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the one thing they do do right is goldfish aren't schooling fish, so you don't need more than one, but they appreciate having more than one because mm. they are social fish. I mean, and goldfish, there's temperatures. Like, the whole thing is, like, there's a lot that goes into to be just given kids fish at a fair <laughs> oh wait wait while you guys look up details about goldine one last goldfish story at the freshwater lake aquarium in duluth minnesota yeah which is very lovely they have these massive tanks where they have lake fish and it's like by they're very tall so that you can see like fish at different depths and in one of those is a single very large goldfish, because goldfish will get large yeah, if they get real fed big. and they have the space. And the caption basically says, we thought this was another fish when it came in. It turned out to be a goldfish, but 
it lives here now, so we're not going to get rid of it. <laughs> Wait, is the Duluth Aquarium better than... Does M- M- Minneapolis have an aquarium? No. Uh, Mall, I mean, Mall of America. The Mall of America, see, but no, the, the, the Duluth Aquarium is, is a, one of the only all-freshwater aquariums yeah, it's really that nice. exists. And it, it's it's an amazing thing to see. It is really well done. It's well kept. Um, you know, it was built recently, which means post two thousand. Mm. Um, they did a lot of work into it. You can see a lot of you see a lot of native Minnesotan fish that you just don't ever see. You can um, pet a sturgeon. You can pet a surgeon. Well, you can pet a surgeon a lot of places. Like <laughs> the Minnesota Zoo has an aquarium, right, for all the exotic like sharks and and saltwater and all those things. This the Duluth one is solely dedicated to freshwater fish, which generally you don't find in most. Like they'll have some small ones, but most people are like, I want to see a shark, I want to see an angelfish, I want to see something weird and creepy. And like this is just these are fish. These are the fish these that you run fish. into, likes, and they're 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 gorgeous. Um, but. And if you go to Minnesota and you're going to Duluth, I strongly suggest going to the aquarium. It, it is a good experience. Got it. You know, for as many times as we've gone to Mall of America, I have I, I I don't even know how big that aquarium is down there. It's big. I've done it a couple of times. It's it's worth it once, but it's packed full of kids. And post COVID, I'm like, no thank. Oh, you could probably go like wednesday at like three or like two right? you would be yeah. amazed at what happens at yeah. the mall of america on yeah. days because i've <laughs> yeah. been i live it's, close enough that i've it's, been it gets wild out there in the pokemon red and blue beta goldine was known as goldie goldine's number in the Sinnoh pokedex and the johto pokedex is the same it is 78 goldine and its evolution were the only pokemon that could learn waterfall in generation one before it was moved to be an hm I actually didn't know that because I don't think I've ever used a Goldine in a single playthrough. <laughs> you hate Goldine. Goldine shares the similar in-game cry to Caterpie. Its uh, cry is 0.07 seconds longer. I'm still on the... I will but, always be on the fence that all the cries should be redone. Uh, they, no, they should be. Even though Goldine uses Splash in all five Super Smash Brothers games, as well as Pokemon Quest, it has no way of learning that move in any Pokemon game. That's actually good trivia. Ah. Uh. Huh. Goldeen's Pokemon Soul Silver Pokedex entry claims that it can swim at five knots per hour. Uh, this is technically incorrect, as knots is already a measure of speed, not distance. Um, and then finally, together with Magikarp, Rattata, Ninjask, Pichu, and C Dot, Goldeen is the easiest to catch in Will's favorite game, Pokemon Ranger, with only one loop necessary. Great shuffle icon. I I mean, at least the shiny's gold, right? The shiny is gold, yes. All right. This week's Pokemon. This regal and rotund late edition evolution Pokemon features an inverted Wi-Fi indicator emanating from negative dimension Gengar's head on its torso. All right. Well, if you made it to the end, uh, congrats. You're here. You're here. A couple things that are going to be happening this month. Uh, number one is uh, I will be streaming Scarlet and Violet on Twitch on the 18th when it comes out. I'll be starting at noon central time. Uh, so if you decide to download the game uh, at midnight and start playing it, you will already be ahead of me by the time I start on Friday. So uh, if you're worried about spoilers, as like I said, as long as you play that morning or at midnight, which I'll, I know a lot of fans do, uh, you'll be fine. You'll be ahead of me. I, I, I don't. 
I don't know how this game is going to go being open world. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what's spoiling mean at this point. Uh, we will be doing a giveaway for a Nintendo Switch OLED, the Pokemon thing. I, I got two of them, one for myself, uh, upgrading for my Animal Crossing one, which I don't... Uh, where are we selling? Are we still using eBay at this point? Is that... Uh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have all the original packaging? I do. I'll give you $100 for it. Tempting, tempting. <laughs> I mean, do it. Bird in the hand, buddy. Bird in the hand. Just to get rid of it. Very tempting. So yeah, uh, look for th- that giveaway probably will go up on the 14th, I'm assuming. Uh, I still have to like set it all up and and, and do all that stuff. But we, we will be giving away a Nintendo Switch Lite, or sorry, Nintendo Switch OLED, the Pokemon one. I have it in my hands. So I have it n- too. Not vaporware. Um... How do you people get money for these things? <laughs> it's a valid question. Let me tell you about a soul-crushing job I picked up 26 years ago. <laughs> Some other news here is I know that uh, a ton of people spend uh, Thanksgiving alone or they don't have uh, family or friends uh, to go to. Sucks. Uh, I will be streaming on Twitch that day. So if you have no Thanksgiving plans um, or you do have family but you want to get away from them because they're annoying... Uh, I'll be streaming on Twitch that day as well. Uh, so, uh, giving you a heads up if uh, your your Thanksgiving plans fall through, I'll be I'll be around um, to keep you company. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of exciting things. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe. You can get a two week free trial if you want to try it out. You get ad free episodes. You get bonus episodes. Uh, if you want to subscribe on Patreon, uh, same same deal. Ad free episodes, bonus episodes. Slack access. We have a bunch of other rewards there too. Patreon.com slash PKMNCST. If Apple Podcasts would be in your app, obviously, if you're using Apple Podcasts. Uh, otherwise, Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Washing the Sink. I'm at Dragging a Lake on Twitter. Twitter probably won't exist in like six months, so none of this matters. Um, uh, you can follow the. Or it, or it could be something truly glorious. It could be the hottest garbage wasteland that everybody wants to drive through and see. You could pay money to drive through that wasteland. Yeah, you could. $8,000 for a tweet. If you want to follow on other things, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, uh, all that stuff. P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super PSA graded at a 10. All of us certified, baby. This podcast is made possible because of our patrons. A huge shout out to our producers on Patreon, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady you too would like your name read at the end of the episode or you just want to support to get ad-free episodes or bonus episodes you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t that is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t
T. Thank you all for your support and we will see you all next week.